episode 129, back in the building. Buckets with some interesting dance moves. One city, one country, one state. Some place to be nobody. Some place to be. There's no snare in my headphones. Some place you wouldn't know, probably. New Nas album. Yep. We'll, we'll talk about some new music. Feels good to be back. Yeah, it feels good. A lot of hiatuses. Yeah. A lot of hiatuses. Yeah. If Chappelle moved to Ghana to find his peace in a rolling where the service always roaming, I'm packing my bags and going. It's a challenging act. It's a balancing act. Visit beautiful places. It's more out here than the trap. Houses in Long Island, they always found him. Houses in Long Island, they always found him. We spent a little time in Long Island. Yeah. Very briefly. Yeah. Inwood. We, oh, okay. Inwood. Yeah. In, yeah. It in was Wood. like not really that far into Strong we, Island, as they say. It, it, it was it was just outside of Jamaica Qua- of Queens. Yeah, yeah, just outside of Queens. All right, so here we are, man. It's uh, we've taken sabbaticals, many sabbaticals, radical sabbaticals, and then come back and said there will be no more radical sabbaticals, and yet they continue. Yeah, it's you're, hard. It's tough. You're white water rafting like Kevin Bacon. You got something in your tooth. Oh wow, unbelievable. Other side. Um, nope. The, the next crevice. Crevasse. All right, use your phone. Get it. You got two pockets, right? No, no, you, you got a you got a dick and balls, right? Yeah. You got two pockets. Reach into one of those pockets, pay the bill. Denzel. There you go. You see it or what? Or do you get no, it? No, I don't see Here, it. Here, look at me. Oh, you got it. Oh wow. Okay, got I got it. a blind. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Man, here we are. We are going to regularly. Upload. We're going to stop with the sabbaticals. We do have a couple more sabbaticals coming up, but yeah. just, don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, I was whitewater rafting. Kevin Bacon? Well, he's the bad guy. A river runs through it? Brad Pitt? No, that's about fly fishing. Okay. There's just, there's rapids in there. Yeah, but I was actually more like the hero of, of a river wild, which is the guy that always plays the dad. I don't know the name of the actor. Titanic. No. I a lot of people, I mean you already know one of my AKAs, Foam Nardo DiCaprio. Yeah, wow. A lot of people, I'm telling you, the beard adds a different look. Yeah, it's true. Without the beard, I get two two people. All right? Ryan Gosling, okay? The Gossinator. Yep. All right. And number 2 is you guessed it. Yeah, Leonardo. Leo. Yeah. Cuz she looks like Leonardo. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but you never heard that song. I don't know what that is. So those are the two lookalikes I get. It goes exactly how I just sang it. Travis Kelsey shaved his beard. Oh, did he? Whole new guy. Wow. Okay. L- looks like a different dude. I saw somebody post on Twitter <laughs> picture that he posted with no beard. Said this guy's not getting invited to the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no longer. Yeah. Um, okay. The 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 beard can drastically change your face. Okay. Not that drastic, in my opinion. So. I go from, well, Travis Kelsey is a guy I get a lot. No, 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 I really do get that one. And, uh, you know. I mean, to me, it's not really that difficult. The guy has a ginger beard. And every ginger beard is going to look like you. No, I think me and him have some similarities. No, like when Canelo has a ginger beard, like people are probably like, oh, that guy looks kind of like Canelo. Nah, not really. Yeah. It's different with Kelsey. I'm going to say, oh, actually, his name's not Kelsey either. 
It's Kels. Plot twist. It's Kels. Yeah. All right, I'm getting fired up. You know, the preseason football is here. The NFL season is upon us, which means, more importantly for me, fantasy football. Okay. Fantasy foosball season is upon us. And where will we take Travis Kels? Without the beard, does he lose some powers? Does he drop down? You know, instead of the first round, maybe now you can't take him till the second. I, I don't know how the beard affects the ADP. Yeah. All right, that's all I'm saying. Average draft position position there you go you, you, for, for the layman forgive buckets he's um no i'm i'm trying to translate for the layman who's listening who doesn't know what fantasy football is you are the layman is what i'm no no, no i know all about it oh wow <laughs> wow you in your draft you're picking 12th i am it's not the best spot uh, i'll be honest with you it's i get to double spot. up though you do get to double up feeling good about that all right maybe kels yeah maybe beardless kels i uh who's another one i get uh valentunas is one i get a lot okay and I've seen Valanchunas gets Kels as well. Okay. So it's like th- that's, that's the, the tri- you go around. That's kind of the that's the athletic triangle. That's the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. You, you get me, lost in there. You get lost in the sauce. It's me, Kels, Valanchunas. I mean, you've also that's got kind of an, you also got Aaron Baines. So I do get Bane from time to time. Baines up from my man bun days. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bad man bun. I'll, I'll admit. It was a bad I didn't man think bun. it was that bad. I had a, I had a man bun as well. We have to change. I think we need you to sit there. Why? I'm getting a crick in my neck. No, no, no. You'll be fine. That's not going to look good on the visual and or for anything else. Do I, I, I? Maybe I need to start going to a masseuse. You know, yeah, massage okay. parlor. They've always creeped me out just a little bit. I don't like massage parlors. I just, you don't really know what's going to go on in there. Yeah, it's questionable activity. I don't know. Or, you know, but is that, or is that just a stigma? Is that just a, you know, a, a, a bad rap? I don't know. But I do have a crick in my neck. Well, that's got nothing to do with me. Maybe we switch you over here. Nah, the background's not good over there. Nah, there's some different logistics. Soon we'll have our own building. Yes. Listen, for those of you who have been tuning in and have been listening to me talk about a coffee shop for about three years now, maybe more. Well, it was no, but probably three years because we started basically manifesting that on the podcast. That's true. Okay. So about three years and it's coming. Just know what's coming. We are going to have coffee available online before we actually have a physical shop. But there will be a physical shop as well. And it's going to be swanky as hell, bro. Come on. You know, that's just how I do things. So, uh, me, you're not a part of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm branching off. Okay. Well, you, you can start like maybe like uh, hair products for mullets specifically. By the way, I know I'm all over the place right now. I am going to give both of my dogs mullet haircuts. I've decided. Okay, good. I've decided. I, can, I can't give my dog's haircut mullets because they don't have long enough hair. Yeah, yeah. They, they got the low boys. Yeah, they got the – that's that's what you call – that's a low fade. That's the low Caesar right there. Yeah, it's a Caesar. My guys, mullets are coming. Okay. So what do we want to talk about? NFL football? Sure. Their, uh, preseason, hard knocks. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched <laughs> it. I'm walking yeah, I'm in. walking Oh, in. wow. You turned into Tony Soprano. Okay. Football season. The guy really harnesses his inner Italian. Yeah. All right. I haven't watched it yet. First episode, not bad. I'm not a huge Cowboys fan. So I that, mean, of I, course we're not. No, but struggling. normally I kind of try to be a kind of a fan in some way of the team. You know? No, no, I don't know. I do know that uh, your, uh, your segues aren't very good right now. No, no, they're in, they're incredible. That's all. Yeah, they fucking kill him a flow, kid. <laughs> this is true. you. Were, you were saying nothing, <laughs> Richard. Richard, you, you were about to go on some whole like overly 
deep, literal thing about how you try to connect with the – even though you're not a part of that team, you consider them teammates. No, that's and not true. Tr- <laughs> and, and, I don't consider them teammates. And you try to have their journeys resonate and be intertwined with your own No, journey. that's not true. That's not what I was going to say. I'm you, just saying I hate the Cowboys. Me too. I'm a Giants fan. Uh, yeah. Of course I don't like them. So it, I don't really want to show a show like showing how they're good guys because I'm sure they are good guys, and I don't want to think they're good guys. Growing up, people call them Giants fans. They called the Cowboys the Cowgirls. Yeah. But I, you can't even say that. You, you can't say that. It's not no. politically correct. No, it's not good. Can't say it. So now I don't even know how to slander them properly. You call them not America's team. I, I'll tell you, right, because they've been considered America's team. I, I'll tell you what. I don't hate teams the way I used to. No, me neither. As a young kid, I, 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 there was so much resentment in my heart for well, some of these teams. And now I, I think I appreciate greatness more. Yeah, well, players more. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Player empowerment. Yeah, era. It, I'm, well, I'm a fan. Well, that's really what it is. With the player power, empowerment movement, guys started moving around a lot more, having a lot more freedom to— I do got to say, this is cutting you off. I, I do got to say, I'm drinking a black cold brew right now. They no, can see on the visuals. No sugar. No artificial sweetener. By the way, the visuals to the podcast are available on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Mr. Former Simpson. A lot of cool shit going on over there. Check it out if you feel so inclined. Black coffee. Okay. No cream, no alternatives, no sugar, no alternatives. This is just, this is, this speak, is the, speaking of cowboys. The raw uncut. Speaking of cowboys, this is real Clint Eastwood shit right here. You got Peruvians trying to do you in. You ain't paid you yet. This is, exactly. This is this is bad stuff. Uh, oh wow. Okay, so I was trying to go a different direction. What what would you like? That'll put a little hair on your chest. I mean, I drink that. Yeah, yeah. What would you compare the taste of black cold brew to? I've actually come to really like it. See, that's you are kind of a disgusting. No, dude. no. See, it's the same thing. Alcoholics. They love how alcohol tastes because they love how alcohol makes them feel. Mm. That's how I am with, with caffeine. caffeine. With caffeine. I need the caffeine, so I have come to love anything that carries that caffeine. I need the energy. I, I need it too, which is why I'm doing it. But it, it's just, it's not good. It's not good at all. That's a, there's a lot of condensation on that thing. There, the, uh, cold brew, it's always a sweaty bottle. What do you call that? Cup? Container? This, this is a cup, man. Okay. You don't know what that's called? Well, it's got a lid on it. So is it like a cup? That's a cup, man. A cup with a lid. See, I feel like when You're you put a strange a, guy. I feel like when you put a lid on it, it's no longer a cup. It should have a new name. You tried to tell me a hot dog was a fucking sandwich. It is. I stand by it. Okay. I stand by it. I think the internet stands by it. The internet does not stand by that. I think they do. Listen, a hot dog ain't a sandwich, kid. I don't care hey. how you're trying to slice it. Okay. Um, what do we, so... How do you feel about – are you feeling good about your fantasy football prospects? Yeah, I feel really good. You feel like you have a shot to win the league? For sure, always. All right. I'm in it to win it. Kids got to risk it to get the biscuit. That, that is true. Wise words. How are the Giants going to be? I don't give a shit. Wow. Okay. I only care about Saquon. You don't give a shit. That player, player empowerment. I only care about Saquon. You only care about the Tennessee Titans. I love the Titans. Turns out you're a Titan I fan. love the Titans. I love the Bucks. You're all over the place. Yeah, a fair weather friend? No, fair weather fan, but no, because the I mean we're from we live in Tampa. We're not from Tampa, but 
We, we're here now. We, we reside in Tampa. I, I'm, not, I'm not mad at the Bucks take, but you, you're just all over. And I, well, I, I like the Titans. I mean, that's what that's got nothing to do with. So you follow the players. Yeah, what you're saying. There it is. Yeah. So player empowerment. I, I guess I'm a fan too, but I just I, I still can't turn my back on my teams. The Giants. I, I'm very excited. I thought the Giants. I was more excited a couple months ago about the Giants. Now I'm kind of like, damn. The Cowboys are going to be better. We'll see. So yeah, I mean. You're watching Hard Knocks. What do you think? Yes or no? Also, if, I think the Redskins are going to be good. If healthy, I think I think maybe the Cowboys are a little bit better, but I think they have a better offense. I think the Giants will have a better defense. Okay. There we go. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? You didn't watch this yet. I actually just mentioned it to you before we hit record. Malice in the Palace. So The documentary on Netflix. The documentary on Netflix. You and I, huge Ron Artest fans. Huge. Great dude. Love him. Great dude. Uh, I met I met Ron for the first time when I was like 14 years old. Really genuine guy, really nice dude, and completely different from the media narrative and perception of, of who he was. But uh, so Malice in the Palace, for those who are not familiar, most people probably are, uh, most sports fans anyway was the brawl between the Pacers and the Pistons in Detroit at the Palace, the old arena out there. The Palace of Auburn Hills. Yep. And so they did a Netflix special on it. So for me, And then it spilled over into being with the fans. Right, exactly. For anyone who doesn't know. Right, right, the brawl. So it's, for me, and you haven't watched it yet, we've seen most of the footage and all that stuff. They have a couple interviews. I I do want to say fuck you to the fans. I do, because buying a ticket doesn't, and we've talked about this before. I mean, we're huge on the fans knowing the limit of what a ticket enables them to do, which is literally just watch the game. Just I, shut the fuck up and watch the game. It, it, it's You can boo dudes, and you can talk shit, and, and you can do that, that. That's part of it. Yeah. You, know, you know, that's part of home court advantage. That happens from the time you're in middle school. Yeah. I remember being in middle school, playing on the basketball team, and when we would go to opposing schools, they'd be talking shit. Yeah. And it's like the fans. Right, exactly. And and I actually I I think players like it because For sure. because it creates an intensity and an environment. You like it if you're at home, because those are your fans. And if you're on the road, it's like, yo, I'm gonna stick it to these dudes regardless of the shit talk. And I'm gonna talk my own shit. Yeah, that's like Trey Young is a really good example of that. Trey like, Young's a great example. He almost had like this relationship of hate, love with the New York fans during the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. He was playing it up and hamming it up a little bit, and and, and that that is part of the game. But there is a line that you don't get to cross. Just because you bought a ticket. Just because you spent $100 on a ticket. Like, it just doesn't work like that. I agree. So definitely the dude who threw the beer, which is what started the whole thing, the dude who threw the beer, he gets gets a, a nice, hearty fuck you. Yeah. All right? Pardon my French. A double. Flipping the bird twice. Who I'm more upset with and who I've been more upset with even before watching the Malice and the Palace thing is the media, man. Yeah. And that's another thing we've talked about a lot is the media. And this doesn't mean that every sports writer, this doesn't mean that, you know, when you say the media, obviously that's a generalization. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're speaking. We're not speaking about every person who's ever wrote a news story. Exactly. But- a real big fuck you to the media and and how they handled that among other things. But this is why players don't 
media will then turn around and almost play the victim. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the players don't want to do interviews with us. Yeah, because you're a scumbag. And to me, it's crazy. The narrative back then, this happened in 2004, by the way, for those who aren't familiar. Very quick side note. We didn't have a TV at that time, so I didn't get to watch a lot of NBA games. Right. But I actually was at my friend's house watching that game. I watched it happen live on television. I also saw it live. Which was, I mean, at that time, I only watched highlights on ESPN. Like, uh, I, I very rarely got to watch a game. I, I, I also saw that one and and uh, agreed. We didn't, we didn't always have the means to watch games, but I did see that. And, you know, Ron being a New Yorker, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I was teammates with his brother, with, yeah. with his youngest brother, I should say. And so I had a lot of love for him. And, and, and so to see that and the way that it kind of played out, the to me, it's interesting that back then the media was, oh, these thugs and these hooligans and these this like coming from ESPN. Yeah. Coming from. CNN and coming from all these like major, you know, Sports Illustrated and all these different places. And you had media just over and over slandering like the fans. It was perfectly fine. Yeah. Like it was just like, oh, it happens. You know, boys will be boys type of shit. Fans will be fans. No, it doesn't work. You, you don't get to do that. And then a lot of what the players did was self-defense. You know, people are. Like even when Ron was back down on the court and that fan, they had the fan in the documentary. Okay, who was acting like he didn't do anything wrong, bro? You ran, you were on, the, you came down several levels of seats to get on the floor with your fists balled up, approaching a player. Yeah, you know, and somehow you're the victim. You know, well, so it, it, it was. I, but 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 I just thought it's it's. But now those same media outlets, you know these different ESPN and these different anchors and, and this person and that person. And I'm not naming people cause I don't know their names yeah. specifically off the top of my head, but it's now it's all like, you know, pro player and pro. Well, and you know, a lot of that thug shit, you know, listen, we're not going to get too far into the politics shit here on the podcast. Cause it's not really what we do, but a lot of that shit was really racist, man. And, and it came off really fucked up. And now those same outlets have completely tried to flip the script. And now they're all like, you know, pro black, pro player and, and, and pro whatever. And I just think it's kind of whack. So the uh, I'll leave it at that. I thought the malice in the palace on Netflix, the documentary, you, you and I love documentaries. Yeah. We're, you know, we're, love a good doc. We, we love a good doc. We're doc guys. But it's it, it's well put together and it's interesting to kind of revisit it. You know, it happened almost 20 years ago. It's interesting to revisit it and kind of see the effects that it had. You know, you know, Ron went on to win a championship with the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Steven Jackson moved over to the Spurs and, and no, Spurs was before that. Spurs was before that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He was Where did a, he go after that? Uh, he was on the Bobcats. Okay. So was that kind of him winding down? I thought he went back to the Spurs. Oh, he maybe went back to the Spurs. I, I guess I'm not sure. But, you know, for Jermaine O'Neal, that was pretty much... Well, that was like his chance. Yeah, that was the decline of... Now, whether they would have won a championship that year or not, I don't know. Reggie Miller retired. Yeah. So it was definitely... There was definitely some real ramifications to 
what happened. Well, and, in- and it started from now. I'm not saying that people couldn't have handled it better and whatever. Uh, a lot of different people. You know, Ben Wallace pushes Ron yeah. on the hard foul. Then he starts throwing his, you know, his headbands and his wristbands. And, you know, it, it was tensions were high. Something else I didn't know is uh, Ben Wallace had just recently lost his brother. Yeah. So th- there was a lot of stuff at play. But what actually started it, what actually started the whole thing was some douchebag in the stands who decided to throw a cup of beer at a player, which is completely unacceptable. So, um, and then it escalated. People were throwing chairs. People were throwing all kinds of shit. So, uh, I, I would say if you are a documentary fan, I highly recommend watching it. But there are points of it, man, that are a tough watch. Tough watch. Even when Artest, and, and I know I'm talking a lot here, I'm rambling a little bit. Even when he won the championship some years later with the Lakers, when they're interviewing him after the game, one of the first things he says is basically, that he feels bad about bailing out on his teammates because he, after that happened, he got suspended for the rest of the season, yep. which by the way, bullshit gets suspended for the rest of the season. And then he requested a trade. Okay. And so he felt, and that was like a real like break in the bond between him. Like they're like, damn, we just went through all that together. Now you're bailing on us. So he, when he won the championship with the Lakers, that was one of the first things he addressed was or one of the things he addressed, I should say, in the post game interviews was I feel bad about how I kind of, you know, left Jermaine O'Neal out there and, you know, I, I feel like it was kind of a coward move and whatever. And I think it took a lot for him to, you know, kind of sit there and say that and, and kind of own up to it. You know, it's not that easy to hold yourself accountable and take responsibility and stuff. And, and I think that he has done that um, after the fact. So it's not that easy. It's not that easy. So, uh, Ron, Ron forever. Meta World Peace, shouts to him. New York City forever. And uh, that's how we're rolling. Good. Check it out. Watch it. I'm glad I got to uh, put my two cents in there. G- give us your two cents from a guy who hasn't watched it. You obviously are very familiar no, with but what happened. The, the, the whole thing is that was what the media did at that time. And now with the player empowerment movement, the media had much more power because there was no Twitter. There was no Players' Tribune. There was no vlogs. You couldn't you couldn't transmit your thoughts to anybody. You had to go through the media. Right. Like now, if there's a thing, like a guy can just write the a Players' Tribune up, write an article, and that is pushed very heavily. I think that's part of it, but I do think there's a, a there was there was heavy whack vibes in the media at that time oh, and no, some I, of the things that I'm you I'm not wrote. saying that there wasn't whack vibes. I'm saying that the players now have an outlet to communicate to. They do, but the media has switched up a little bit. It's a little bit more like, it's just a little, like, like if, if, if you're a media person now, like you can't even use those words, thug, hooligan, this and that, because they are loaded words. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, David Stern put in the, uh, the dress code at, you know, well, after that. And there was a lot of stuff. There was like all this, this hip hop influence and this and that. It was just, it, it, it was when you watch it. I mean, you, I, I'm going to watch it. David Stern, I feel like doesn't, he's because the NBA is now like the most progressive league, right? With Adam Silver. They're very like progressive, like their rules, like what they allow, et cetera, et cetera. They're very player friendly, like much more so than the NFL, much more so than major league baseball. Yeah, definitely more than that. But what's the point? My point is that David Stern was not really like that. Oh, no, 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 not and, at all. He but, definitely wasn't like that. But no one really ever talks about that. Like the 
the suspension for a full season for a guy protecting himself is, is like absurd. Well, they talk about it in the doc. Okay. They talk about it in the doc. And then also, like, I remember when Sean Taylor was killed in his ho- in his house in a home invasion, and a guy shot him in the leg. Right, I remember that. Before yeah. those details came out, it was like, oh, he got killed. He's a he's a gangbanger. He's right, this. Right, he's that. Yeah. It's, no, got guys in his house, and someone shoots him. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's got nothing to do that that he's a and 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 that that's that's my problem with the media, you know. And, and that's I, let me. I'll say that's one of my problems with the media. I have other problems as well, and and the way they, you know, but but there's a lot of stuff, and we've probably talked about this for longer than we should have, but th- there's lots of stuff like where people advocate for certain things, but only sometimes. Yeah, like you know, mental health. Okay, mental health. Yeah, mental health is a real thing, and for athletes, it is a real thing. You know, there's there's so much pressure, and there's so much you're under the spotlight, and there's so much scrutiny, and there's that's but. There's this weird thing where, and I even see it now on on Twitter and different social medias, like, oh, they get paid millions of dollars. Deal with it. No, it, yeah, it doesn't work like yeah, that. Well, like, that's, that's not part of the fucking job description. Like, it's not. So, but it's just, it's very wishy-washy. 100%. You know, you, you know what gets attacked, what gets, uh, you know, you know, what you uh, give aid to and just different stuff. So I, I, I'm not a fan of it and and- Although I had seen all of these clips before, basically, from Malice in the Palace, seeing it now, presently, in 2021, as an adult, and and looking at it, it it's you, you definitely see, like, damn, this was some foul shit. Okay, yeah, I mean, I agree. So, check it out, and then you can give us, you can give us your 20-minute rundown on okay, it. Okay, perfect. Uh, what are we doing? What else are we watching? Malice in the Palace, I guess we're both watching that show, White Lotus. I just finished it. Me too. So it's, it was a six episode miniseries. So that's it. It's it. Damn. And that's uh, is that uh, a dark comedy? I think it would be considered a dark comedy, probably, because it gets a little intense sometimes. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it would be considered a dark comedy. So uh, HBO and these, you know, whatever it is, uh, Showtime is the other one, et cetera, et cetera. The miniseries is now huge. It started really with True Detective. I That's believe. the first one that I remember. Yeah, where it was like, hey, we're going to do 10 episodes of one story and we're never going to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Now, True Detective has tried to like- Well, they do new seasons. New seasons. But they're all miniseries. Yeah. And, and they're kind of, you could maybe say like in the same universe, like that they're happening in the same world. Right. There's some overlap on them, right? I, I think I've heard bit, some similar names or a, something. A tiny bit of overlap, I believe. Okay. And- um. You know, but then there was the night of, and the night of was excellent. That was so good, and basically, I wouldn't mind going back and watching that. Yeah, that's a good one to rewatch. Yeah, um, but basically, the miniseries is super hot right now, and they're mostly not comedies. Yeah. So this one would, I think, that you would call it maybe a dark comedy if you want to get specific. Yeah, it was specific a little to be specific, but I would say Richard. that Richard. But I would say it's a comedy. All right. We won't, we, no spoiler alerts here for this one. I'm going to say, I didn't like how it ended. I didn't really like it either. It, it I, was I, mostly with miniseries. Cause it, you gassed it up. You're the reason I started watching. Well, it. cause the first two episodes were really good. They were kind of funny. I thought they were good. I don't like Jennifer Coolidge's character. Uh, so is that Stifler's mom? Yeah. Okay. I don't like her character like whatsoever. Like when she's on the screen, I'm just like, I, I get off the screen, go back to somebody else. All right, I, I kinda, go back I, to the preppy doucher. I, I kind of liked her. I, I thought she uh, was good. I, I mean, good acting. I just didn't like like her role in the show. I was kind of like, you got to get the f out of here. 
GTFO. Uh, yeah. Go back to the doucher. I want to see the doucher. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it scale of one to 10. I'm going to give I it, got a number. I mean, very early in the show, caught me off guard. What, what, what's the what's the dad's what actor is that zahn steve zahn steve zahn steve zahn he he's got his dick and balls out cock and balls i and think that, they're fake that, i think they're fake balls i think most of the time most of the time in in these like full frontal scenes that we see yeah of men i think there's prosthetic stuff going on yeah uh so he's uh he thinks he's got testicular cancer. Right. So and he's so it's examining just, the, the sack. Right. And so there's just balls. Yeah. And it's just, uh, you know, but nobody wants balls in their face right out of the gate. Nah, I agree. Episode one, and you got balls in my face yeah. already? Well, you know, they're being provocative. That's like pretty normal. They're, they're being provocative the other way, though, where you're kind of like, whoa, okay. Okay. Balls. Sack. Big it's, sack. Yeah. It's a uh, big sack on the 70 inch, kid. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. That, 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 that didn't deliver well. Um, 17 inch television, regular sack, regular sack. Um, <laughs> no, he's it, got a swollen ball sack. I, it looked like a regular set of balls. No, he's me. like, look how swollen my balls are. That's like the whole thing. Did they look swollen to you? It just looked like a regular ball sack to me. Ah, uh, it didn't look like a great sack. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. There it is. Uh, buckets impressed with Steve Zahn's prosthetic stack, uh, sack. No, I said not impressed. Didn't look like a great sack, is what I said. Gotcha. Okay. Buckets impressed with the balls. <laughs> You're like huge sack, man. <laughs> On the television, I got a 70 inch television. It didn't deliver well. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't care how it delivered. I'm saying I got a big TV. The balls were huge on the television. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving. I'm, gi- I'm giving the uh, the show. Uh, there were six episodes, and that's what I'll give it. Six out of ten. Six out of ten is also my vote. Yeah, it's just I had high hopes the way you were gassing it up. The first two episodes were good. There was a lot of promise, mostly with miniseries. They don't have to, like, make things longer than they need to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, in The Sopranos, things are, like, going on for, like, three seasons. In Game of Thrones, literally, like, Jamie Lannister, just for example, his, like, redemption is, like, four seasons long. It takes him to be like, wow, this guy's turned into a good guy now. But there's just, there's nothing really there, though. Like, my, I, I my, know they have their little, like, subplots, like, the unhappy newlyweds, the my, staled out older weds. Yeah. <laughs> older wed, is that a word? Yeah, that's a word. Okay, good. So my point is that mostly miniseries have everything planned out. It's a lot more cohesive. They know what they're trying to show, and it's a lot easier to show because they have a finite time to do it in. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I'm just saying that it had promise and then kind of like the plot development, it was kind of like, I'm not going to get into it. Armand, like I I was like, my guy, like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, there's no like rhyme or reason for this. Dude, Armand was a nut. Speaking of nuts, (laughs) Armand was a nut. I'm just saying that I didn't see that progression. It was like totally normal, like complete uh, insanity. Huh. Yeah. That's all. I need a new show to watch. I'm out of shows. I watched Malice in the Palace. It pissed me off, I'll be honest. Um, you watched the finale of White Lotus. That pissed you off. That pissed me off less than Malice in the Palace. But what you know? What do I watch next? I'm re-watching Boardwalk Empire. As am I. I'm, like, I'm still on season one. Okay. I'm on season two, I think. It's uh, 
It's a good rewatch. Very good. I'm I'm realizing what an idiot of a television watcher I was at that time. You don't remember anything. I don't remember anything. I don't remember like Well, you remember some stuff. Some stuff, but like the intricacies of the plot and the characters. Like when I was turned into a real cinephile. Well for sure. Definitely a cinephile. Michael Bolton. He's a huge cinephile. Oh, huge cinephile. Um, what I was gonna say is that when I watched Game of Thrones, I, I was much more of an educated television watcher. Like you kind of like know what you're seeing. You kind of see what they're trying to communicate, et cetera, et cetera. You, I, you can noticed, follow the story. I've noticed you think very highly of yourself as a viewer. Definitely. You're De- like, you're I like, definitely overvalue myself as a viewer. Big time. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I, I'll admit it. All right. I'll admit it. All right. I, I'll even, you know, pat myself on the back. Richard. Richard. I'm patting myself on the back for everyone who can't see. What can we watch? I'm still doing it. What can we watch? There's some new shows. There's some stuff. Something's coming. Uh, oh, we got the Sopranos prequel, but that's a movie. Initially, I thought that was going to be a TV show. Oh, oh I I'm going to a- tell you what I watch. I'm going to tell you what I watch. I'm going to watch something. It's my guilty pleasure. All okay. Right? And I'm not ashamed of it. Okay. Now, for uh, aristocratic, uh, pompous, cinephile like yourself, it, I'm sure that this is beneath No, I you like bad television. Because the acting chops are not going to be up to par. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Raising Canaan. Yeah, Canaan. Yeah. I'll say this. It's a good show. Power is the is the worst acted show that I've ever seen. All right. The acting's not great, but I, I'm not going to go that far. Here's what I'll tell you. Raising Canaan, the fashion and style alone is worth okay. the price of admission. I'm and not, by that, I mean the price of Hulu. Okay, I'm going to tell you about Hulu. Which was the segue. There you go. That's the alley-oop. Hey, thank you for this segue. Alley-oop off the backboard, come dunk I'm it. trying to talk about Malice in the Palace, and you just keep on cutting me off. You didn't watch it, and I I'm have offended. Thoughts. I have thoughts. I have opinions. Dunk <laughs> this alley-oop off the backboard. There you go, Hulu. Hulu. The stage is yours. Okay, thank you. I have a Hulu account. Hulu has sports. Hulu has live sports. There you go. Sorry. Yeah. Fucked it up. Yeah. Um, so I have a Hulu account. You don't have a Hulu account. Yeah, I have a Hulu account. It's my Hulu account. Correct. So that's what I'm saying. It's my Hulu account. It's I pay for it. Mm-hmm. Now, you have other things. We share them. I can't figure out how to share Apple Music because you have it. I don't want to pay for it. I have Apple and I have uh, Spotify. Yeah, but I only have Spotify. Apple Music? Hang on. Say no more. You want a little Apple Music? Say, say less. South, a nigga barely got out. Sunny LA. Remember calls with Dr. Dre. He told me, don't let the palm trees fool you, nigga. Be safe. Me and my higher self, we often would speak. Somehow we lost the connection. Might meet a Joshua Tree. Oh, wow. Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree. Shout out to Joshua Tree. There you go. Okay, so I have a Hulu account. You're on that Hulu account. Yes. Completely acceptable. I can corroborate. Yeah. My fiance, she's on the Hulu account. Corroborate. My little sister. I got people, okay? I got, got people. people that are on there. And then I see, but there's different accounts. Like you can say, hey, who's watching this? Buckets, et cetera, et cetera. There's two accounts on there. So I know that you're on my account because right. I see recently watched and I'm like raising Canaan. Okay, I'm not into it. You I'm, see that on there. Yeah. So you I see it. So I see the other day, about a week ago, the show called Medium. Okay. Which is like a Fox show. It's like twenty. It's like twenty four or Bones or something like that. CSI. It's that gotcha. level of show. All right. An hour long drama on one of the networks. I think. Gotcha. In the, I, in I'm the, not into the shows on the regular networks. I'm just not because it's not realistic enough. You're not going to see balls. Yeah, is what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah. No sacks. Yeah. I, I. You know. I need that possibility out there. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Sons balls. So. 
it's just not realistic. No one curses. Like even Breaking Bad, right, which was on, on AMC. Right. AMC and FX, they'll give you a little something. They'll give you a little something, but there was several times on Breaking Bad where Walter White says the F word mm-hmm. and they bleep it out. I don't remember and, that. And that's kind of whack. I'm not into that. If, yeah, you got to give us the raw and uncut. Yeah, yeah. So I got some different thoughts, but I, sh- I see this show Medium and I'm, I say, ooh, hang on a second. Is the big foam Bowski watching Medium? Is so Nardo DiCaprio? Yeah. All right. It's the foamster. So I text you. I Is say, he enter, entering into the spirit yeah, world? Yeah. So I say, are you watching Medium? And you say, no. Not so watching I, it. I say, hmm, this is a little interesting. I ask my fiance. She says, no. I say, hmm, this is the plot thickens, if you will. <laughs> so then I go onto the account on the computer and I try to see where are the accounts at and guess how many accounts there are. Um, all right, I'm going to pretend you didn't already tell me. Okay. I'm going to say what I would have guessed. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. Over, under 20. I would have guessed under. For sure. Under 20. I would have said maybe 10. Okay. 10 accounts. I would say maybe 12 at the top. At the top. At the, at the top. Catch at the apex. At the okay. pinnacle of amount of accounts, 12. That's what I give it. Okay. There's 44 there accounts. There's a double entendre in there. What's that? You said amount of accounts. Okay. But mount as in? Pinnacle, apex. There you go. What's going on? We got okay. dogs over here trying to, they, they try to dig a blanket. They a try hard to dig surface. A, they dig a hole in a blanket. It doesn't totally work, but somehow it prepares it for laying. Yes. Continue. 44 accounts. That's a lot. I go on. Pistol Pete. Yes. That 4-4. Yeah. All right. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on here? Okay. And I've given out the password to a couple people. Okay. I won't lie. Okay. Bezos is trying to cut down on that on Amazon Prime. He doesn't like it. Netflix has done it. But I actually you see why they don't like it. Yeah. Though. And I'll tell you why I don't like it. You tell a now, fellow who tells a fellow who tells a fellow who tells a fellet. Here's what I say. If I give you the password, you can't give the password out. You don't have the authority. Yeah, but you, but you know, people do. So I got to change thing. the password. That's the, that's the moral of the story. But I go on there and there's a bunch of Samsung smart televisions on there. It's like five. And I'm like, Hmm, I don't have a Samsung. I know you don't have a Samsung. I don't know what I got, but mine sucks. <laughs> I, I can't watch ESPN on it. It's, it's like I got half a smart TV. Yeah. I don't understand it. Your TV is a little interesting. Pisses me off. I, yeah. I think I, you know, I thought I was getting a good deal. It was like three fifty for this thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sign me up, kid. Little, Best Buy, holler at your boy. My point is, I want to know. TV sucks. I want to know. <laughs> So what I'm trying to be, best buy the TV show. I want to know. You sold me a lemon. <laughs> I continue. You sold me a freaking lemon, kid. So I says to <laughs> That's the guy. That's all I says to the guy. Freaking thing's a lemon. What do yeah. you want? Yeah, gabagoo. Okay. <laughs> gabagoo? <laughs> <laughs> what is that, a fucking Halloween candy? <laughs> no, that's what the guy says. That's what the guy says on the viral video. He's like, who's got the freaking gabagoo? <laughs> no, I'm saying you didn't pronounce it good enough. Is what I'm no, no, he says gabagoo, though. <laughs> he doesn't say the L, yeah. Who's got the freaking gabagoo? <laughs> no, there's a little L on the end of no, that. No, a soft L? Yeah, a soft L. No, no, I don't think there's an L. We'll have to go back and watch that yeah. guy. He's real, like, real G's move in silence like Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> like Maloney. Okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. I have just taste smoothie. Spelled it smothy <laughs> for a first time. God bless America. Yes. He's my so, new favorite player. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So here's what I want to know. Because I'm going to change the password. I'm going to boot all these bastards off here. And then I'm going to give it back out selectively. 
and even the, more and, selectively. And you're gonna, it's going to pile up again. Trust me. But my point <laughs> is, I want to know. It'd be your own people. I want to know who it is at this moment. Because oh. there's no way I've given it to 44 people. And even if you account for, hey, it's on someone's smartphone, it's someone's, someone's yeah, iPad. Because I, I got it on my iPhone. Your iPad. I don't know if I have it on my iPad. I don't have it on my iPad. I have it on, I have it on my iPhone, my TV, maybe my iPad. Okay, so that's three accounts for you. That how, how many ac- people do you think it is? 15, 20? I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say like seven. Like I've given it to like seven people. Yeah, but but and and this is why this is you know? this is what we call exponential growth. Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm paying for like the premium, and I got all the add-ons. I got HBO on there. I got Showtime. Uh, and I love it because I can watch Raising Canaan. It's great. Oh, I even got Stars on there. Love it. It's stars. Wonderful. I'm going to tell you an underrated Stars show. I'll tell you an underrated one. I'm pissed they canceled it. What is it? Spartacus. Yeah, that's old though. That's old news. Real old. Yeah, yeah. very old. But just throwing it out there because it was on Stars. Yeah. That was a good one. Power, stars, ass. What what else do we got on stars? If I never see Tommy again in anything, I'll be happy. He's in Boardwalk Empire. The first episode only. Yeah. And it was so Tom fun- Schroeder. Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny is I was watching that. I was like, holy shit, it's Tommy. It's Tommy. And I didn't even remember that. That's hey, the point. Tommy. Hey, Tommy. I don't hear no bell. <laughs> My ring's outside. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes I wonder what what anyone listening to this right now must think. Th- this is just I'm sure they're purely entertained. Th- this is yeah. a just I, I guess stream of consciousness. Yeah, we're we're the William Faulkners of the podcast game. There's not a lot of organization. No, there's not a lot of organization. It's uh, one take Drake. Yeah, there's, but there's some alley oops. When is Drake dropping the album? There's an alley oop. Okay, there we go. I don't know. I also saw on social media the new media social media. Rumor has it. Rumor has it that Kanye <laughs> is going to drop Donda when uh, when Drake drops CLB. Because they got a little beef. Yeah, so there's like a little bit of a beef. There's a little bit of a rivalry there. Speaking I mean, of, they're two of my favorites. I love them both. Speaking of rivalries, speaking of 50 Cent, Raising Kanan, an executive producer, Curtis Jackson, he said that if he doesn't outsell Yeezy, Let's he's, he's going to retire. And guess what happened? He did not outsell Yeezy. Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah. did not retire. That was a while ago. But, but he yeah. had, no, but, so there's a similar situation with Drake and Yeezy right now, where these guys are two, like, kind of vying for the top spot. Top spata, if you will. Okay. And at that time, 50 Cent had a song called, Ayo, Technology, and it was bad. And I, and I thought, here we go, a classic. You are now riding. With 50 cents. 50. You gotta love it, you gotta love it. I just wanna chill and twist the lot. Catch stunts in my 745. You drive me crazy, shorty. I need to see. I saw him in concert. 50 is now, where do you rank? Obviously, this album, big for us. Huge. Huge for us. Um, Huge for a lot of people. Yeah. I, I mean, New York City, of course, but but everywhere. So where does Get Rich or Die Trying, where does this rank? As far as what? Rap albums all time. It has to be top 10. Oh, I was going to put it in top 25. Top 25? Yeah, I'd have to look at it. I mean, I don't have a comprehensive list. Oh, off you the, scumbag. Off the top, be top 25. No, this is incredible. Here, let me just tell you something. I mean, I know the track. Here's a little thing I have, a little plot hole. He's acting like a wankster is a good thing. And it's something I've mentioned many times before. 
No, he's not acting like yeah, a yeah. wankster is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? You say use a wankster. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's never popped nothing. Yeah. Huh? No one would say they were a scrub. He's he's acting like the word wankster is the word gangster. I, I'm I'm so confused by you. Hang Read on. the lyrics. Read. Listen to the song. Pulling it up now. We we can't listen to too much because we don't want to get yeah. we don't get we get flagged. It's fifty. AKA Ferrari. Here we go. You say you a gangster, but you never pop nothing. You say you a wankster. You say you're a gangster. Oh, we say you a wankster. But you never pop nothing. We say you're a wankster. Like, wankster's not a good thing, bro. <laughs> Have you been <laughs> called a wankster before? Never. Okay, good. It, it's, it's, a, it's also a wankster. We say you. We say, <laughs> we say you. We say you're a wankster. Wankster. <laughs> you're also putting a G in the middle there. We, we say wank. You, not wang. <laughs> yeah. Wang is a wiener. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got, I got, I got you. Uh, a wank could also be a wiener. Bucket's Esquire lives his whole life. Thinks wankster's a good thing. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was a plot hole, but I was not hearing the lyrics correctly. And you put the album in the top 25. So, so we're going to need you to exit stage left. Uh, get out of here. It's a wall there. <laughs> Adios. See you freaking later. What, what are we at? We're, uh, level's looking good. What's the time? 45 minutes. Damn, maybe Roughly. we should. Maybe we should jump over to the suggested topics here. Let me see what else I had written down here. What, uh, oh, there was the locks versus dipset versus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we got to talk about that a little bit. We definitely, I'm, I'm sure that'll be on the suggested topics. Yeah. But going to talk about it anyway. Okay. So listen, I was on a friend of mine's podcast. Shouts to Combo. Yep. All right. Combo's Court. It's a basketball podcast. We'll talk about other things. Uh, I've known him since. Man, since I was a teenager in New York City playing basketball. Um, so shouts to him. But him and I were talking. And I thought this was before the versus battle. I thought, I don't know, I thought Dipset was, was you know I, I love the locks. Specifically I, Styles P. I mean, I, I, I got my pit bull tatted on the arm. Who Styles, we named after Styles P. Who, who we named Literally, Styles P. So Styles he, P is one of my all-time favorites. Exactly, Panero the Ghost. So uh, I, I just th- thought because Cam is so charismatic, he's so charismatic, and he's basically remained kind of in the spotlight as a super cool guy. I thought Dipset was going to beat their ass. It, it's just they've had a lot like Dipset. Th- that early two thousands, they had man, they had a lot. And Cam specifically had a lot of hits, man. Like Cam had Pink Mink Cam. He, he He's tough to deal with. He, he, but they got mangled. Yeah, so I asked you. I didn't want to watch it because I love the locks. I was like, I don't want to watch this right now because I thought they were going to lose. And I thought it was going to be bad for my, uh, your my morale. Yeah, my morale. I thought it was going to go down. Bad for your self-esteem. Yeah. Got it. And uh, I texted you and you said, they're mangling Dipset. And I thought, that's a good note. I'm going to bed. I watched it. It was at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. The Mecca, New York City. And Jada Kiss. Shouts to Jada. Wonderful. All right. Um, get bucks like Milwaukee, because like Sam, I could sell. Hey. He, he's, so Jada, as far as, he, he's, as far as punchlines and, and, Lyrical ability, he's towards the top of the list. The dude is really, really good. But 
he has in, I guess you'd say like, uh, this is like, I was going to say the twilight of his career, but this is after the twilight of his career. He doesn't like, like Styles P consistently puts out music. Yeah, yeah. Jada really doesn't. He doesn't, and he's not really on social media, so you don't really, you, you can't really follow him at all. Exactly, and to your point earlier when you're talking about social media and 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 players and what like people have become so accessible now yeah you know celebrities athletes rappers you know actors like you can actually like sometimes even interact with them and you can see what they're doing and you can watch their instagram story and see what they're eating for lunch and all these different things and obviously cam is is big on instagram yeah he shows all types of wild shit on there and he you know he's a wild dude but jada so his first verses you know, his one-on-one. Yeah. He was incredible. Yeah. It was Jada and Fab. Yeah. And and I thought he was going to lose that. Jada mangled Yeah, him. and I thought he was going to lose that. And and it's part of it is because he's really good at this versus thing. Yeah. His, his presence on the stage, his charisma, the way he interacts with fans. But they were just so, the locks was so polished. They were so ready for combat. They knew, like, like well, everybody knows everybody else's lyrics. Everybody else's lyrics. So the, so the ad libs are there. It, it's just the, the they were in sync, and and they definitely caught Dipset snoozing. Yeah. One thing that I'll say, and maybe I should have known that they were going to be more in sync like that, which is because forget about Sheik Luch, even though I love Sheik Luch, but take him out of this Shouts equation. Sheik, yep. Yeah. So, but just take him out of this equation when. Styles and Jada used to be on a song and they would go like one bar each and they would be go like rapping like together. Oh, vicious, vicious. The same, it, it was like insane. Vicious. And they were so good at that. There's so many songs where they do that. So I should have known. I but Dipset is, man, Dipset in, in, in their heyday was really, really good too. I just think that the locks was so much better prepared. It's funny. I actually, you know, the sneaker shop here locally that that we go to a lot kicks are for us we we talk about them in a lot of the youtube videos but uh jada just randomly popped up like two days later he was after the versus he was down here in tampa yeah and someone took a video of him i didn't post it or anything somebody uh sent it to me but he was sitting there talking about how they had everything planned out and ready to go like they actually took it really serious yeah. and i don't think dipset did so but nonetheless man i love it because it brings back that early 2000s era, which was a really good era for music and for rap. And uh, I just thought it was dope. Yeah, well, I think it's cool because a lot of people that watch Versus might not be that familiar with Jadakiss because he's no longer in the limelight and doesn't really- Well, I think a lot of the Versus, I think a lot of the people watching that are people who are were fans from that era. Like That's why a lot of the Versus- um battles and in fact really all of them right they're they're older rappers no no, 100 percent. they're older have they even done one with like with new rappers i don't think so not really i that i'm aware of yeah i don't think so but my point is i think that a lot of people i think a lot of people watch verses that maybe didn't listen to the locks or not old enough to have listened to the locks when they were coming out maybe yeah maybe there's a there's a new i i I do know that like the audience there is a younger audience that watches versus as well. You're saying a portion of the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think for sure, and, th- and that's dope to be able to put them on to some older stuff yeah. and whatever. But um, and to kind of like because it's for them, for us, it's like nostalgic. But right. for someone who doesn't really know, yeah, anything for us, about, it's like childhood. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
and it's but yeah you're right it'd be it'd be similar to like discovering when we were kids like there was a lot of rappers that i used to hear the the older people talking about then when i say older i mean not that much older but like rakim but he was a little he was everyone puts him like oh he was the goat and he was this like a lot of the older dudes when we were growing up but it's like oh damn that was before us yeah i heard some songs and stuff but it was different i never got to see him perform so rakim is the example i was thinking of because like rappers like i think snoop dogg put him like top three all time Rakim and I'm like, damn, I, I I didn't really get to experience that. And you can listen to the and songs. And Snoop is like 50. So it's, yeah. you know, it, it, it makes sense that, and, and that's the thing, right? And that's why it's so hard when you do these all-time lists and Mount Rushmore's and, you know, we love to do it, but inevitably you're going to be partial to your era. A hundred percent. So and it's like when, when, when you and I are making a basketball list, we're not putting Bob Cousy yeah. on the list. Like we're not even putting Dr. J on the list. Yeah. It It's tough. I mean, even, even for us, like, you know, with Magic Johnson, I know how great he was, and I've seen the ESPN classic games and all that stuff, but I wasn't watching Magic Johnson games. Yeah. You know, or like Kareem, for example, it, who's like like a top three player, top four player ever. Exactly. I don't ever think about him that way because I didn't I wasn't there watching those in the time. Like you know the stats, so you know he is there and you know it's valid. But no, of course, for us it's well, there's no Iverson co- and 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 Braun and Kobe and the people that we saw and Jordan the back half of his yeah, career. Yeah, the, so it's it's hard se- not to be partial. Yeah, yeah, the second three peat. Yeah, exactly. We, we got to see some of that. You know what I mean? But I think I, what I was going to say is there's no context, right? Like you you can see stats. Like oh, okay, you can compare stats. Okay, blah 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 blah. That's great. Right. But you you miss all the context. Yeah, for sure. And the and the game changes and the the level of competition changes, but it's in sports you at least have stats. In music it's even harder because music is such a subjective thing. It's a, now there is stats. There's like record it, sales and, and streams and whatever, but even that has changed a lot. Well, and like streams versus purchases, exactly. Et yeah. So it is it is tough to track. But anyways, whatever. I I, I, I do want to say I am here for the versus battles. I, I I love them. There's a few that I haven't totally cared for, but for the most part, I get really excited about them. You know, the DMX one. That was awesome. DMX and Snoop. That one I watched. That wasn't, yeah, we watched that together on the 70 inch. Yeah. On the big screen. Yeah. There you go. Flex it up. Kid. Yeah. Let's, because we don't have a ton of time. I let's, mounted it to the wall myself. I don't know if you remember. Bob the Builder, folks. I, I was so scared. You know, you put it in and you hope that you did it right. I think probably I mounted it. No, no, you were there and you were like, oh, it's not level. Oh, yeah, I'm good at that. I got a good eye. I yeah. got a good eye for the level. But my point is that when I let it go, you know, you hook it in and then you got to have some faith on that thing. Yeah. Got to yeah. put some twang on that thing. You got to put some twang on that thing. Is it going to have mm. the fixes? It's going to have the fixes. All the fixes. There we go. Sorry. Had to do it. All right. Patreon suggested topics. Let's dive in. Let's put a little twang on this thing. Alex Flores. What's up, dudes? Hypothetical question for your head tops. Which five famous people, living or dead, would you want at your imaginary party? What kind of party are we talking here? Birthday party? There's different kind of parties. Fantasy football draft? That's kind of a party? I would like more details on the party. Um, Who would I like to be there? I would just like my friends, my actual friends that I know. Ah, damn. I don't know, man. Like, I don't want Jay-Z there. Like, what am I going to talk to the guy about? pick his brain no i don't think he's that kind of guy i don't think he's really trying to drop gems on me no i don't know i'd have to think about it but uh then you know it's with questions like that it's so tough because there's so many people 
and there's so many people who've accomplished so many things and it's not, and, and it can kind of be a little overwhelming to narrow it down. So yeah, I need a little more details on the party. What, what type of party? What kind of scenario? How loud is the music? Are we just dancing or can we talk? I'm going to say, here, listen, man, I, I, listen, I, I won't dodge it. I'll say. I mean, are you going to give me a breakdown on what kind of party you're imagining? It's a party. Hey, listen, it's a party. It, 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 birthday my, party, it, football party, it doesn't matter. At my parties, there's no talking. I'm dancing, kid. Oh, wow. So, so you know, there you go. Invite some dancers. Okay. I'm going to go. I'll take who, who do I want at the party. I'm going to say, and, and you know what? I'm just going to go with people that come to mind. I don't okay. even know why. First person who came to mind, Dave Chappelle. Okay. So I'll go Dave Chappelle. Um, I'll go Whitney Houston. Okay. All right. Um, who else do I want at the party? I'll go, um, man, the name I thought of was George Carlin, old school comedian, okay. rest in peace, yep. New Yorker, Irishman, funny guy, real funny guy. And I guess that, wow. So I'm going, and then I'll go, who else do I want there? I'll go Adele. Okay. So you're going two singers and two comedians. And I'll go Sade. Okay, wow. So there it is. I mean, really what I should do is I, I probably just want to go all singers. Okay. But for now, there we go. Okay. And why are they there? I have no idea. Yeah. It is what it is. Maybe, you know what? You know what? I'm going to give Carlin the boot. It's still RIP. You know, we miss you, bro. But, and I'm going to say Elon Musk. No. Okay. Elon Musk, because Elon, I want the car. By the car, I mean I want the tank truck that I put a hundred dollar deposit on, and I haven't heard from you since. <laughs> hey, who's got the freaking gabagool? Gabagool. By, by gabagool, I mean who's got the damn Tesla truck? Cyber truck. Who? Who's got the freaking cyber truck that didn't didn't deliver yeah, so yeah. well? Cyber. You gotta say cyber. Cyber. How you doing? Well, hey, hi, great Scott. <laughs> My ring's outside. What do you guys think of the new Nas album, the Lauren Hill track is fire? Greg, great minds think alike because that's the joint that we were playing when we started the podcast. Yeah. It's got a house out in Long Island. I like I like the Nas album a lot. I think it's dope. I think he's got some really good features. I love Lauren Hill. If you know me, you know I love, 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 love Lauren Hill. You didn't so, invite her to the party though. I didn't invite her to the party. But now I've booted Dave Chappelle, and Lauren Hill is in. Okay. So there we go. So there you go. That's my five. You know, it's all women at the party, but don't worry about it. No, no, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Four women and Elon. And, and, you. and, and honestly, if I think of another uh, singer that I like, Elon, you're going to get the boot too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't need the cyber truck that bad. We don't need it that bad, bro. So we put a hundy on it though, kid. We did. We put a hun- non-refundable hundo. Gone. And, down the drain. Oh, it's non-refundable? Non-refundable. So that was that was part of the thing, man. Wow, Elon he raised a bunch of money. You know that's what it was. Wow, smart guy. Crowdfunding, crowdfunding. An interesting take. So what if I say I don't really want this truck? I lose the hundo. It's a wrap. So yeah. I got to give him a hundred thousand to get the truck, but I can never get my hundred back. The hundred, the, the hundo's out. Okay, yeah. Hundo on the hundo. Yeah, it's out. Uh, I I love the Nas album. I think it's really good. To me, we were just talking about it. It's dope to see the Nas's of the world and and Styles P and you know people who had success in the in the nineties and and early two thousands still make music and still make good music. So yeah, now I think it's dope. I'm trying to think of some other new music that's released. Benny the Butcher dropped a new uh, man. Benny the Butcher puts out a lot of yeah, music, yeah. man, and he is uh, he is. I know people rock with Benny the Butcher. He's very underrated. 
Uh, Rush dropped a new album, I believe. There was a new Weekend song that I was listening to. The the Weekend, the Weekend is an interesting artist. I feel like every time I listen to his music, I feel like I'm on cocaine in like some '80s disco. Well, that's some his, '80s disco. That's tech. his new style. Yeah, you don't like. His old stuff is very atmospheric. It's very, very atmospheric, but also still very cocaine-ish. Very cocaine, very drug-ish, but not cocaine. No, nah, it's cocaine. No, it's not cocaine. I'm telling you, downers. Yeah, right. I, I, I don't know, man. But it's uh, scale of one to ten. The new, the the, the weekend joint I listened to. I give it a six. Six okay. out of ten. Six out of ten. Well, we gave the White Lotus. There it is. You're handing out sixes. Yeah, Devin. What's up, dudes? Will the AD LeBron uncivilized shirt release? Hashtag we all we got. Dev, the uh, AD LeBron shirt already released. We released that uh, right after the day after they won the championship. Not this season, but the season before. Yeah, it was, it was two Octobers ago. Yeah, so maybe we'll do something. Hey, if they win a championship, you know, they got mellow now. You know what I mean? Mellow. Not for nothing. People were telling me three years ago that mellow wasn't good enough to be a 12th man on an NBA team. That was ridiculous. Yeah. That was absolutely ridiculous. Tyler Warren, what's up, dudes? What are your guys' Mount Rushmore of 90s comedies? I think we may have done this before, but maybe just comedies, not 90s comedies. I'd have to deep dive it just because I'm not going to, the years kind of blend together a little bit. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber and Tommy Boy. Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy. Was Tommy Boy the 90s? Had to be. Okay, Tom. so Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy. Um. As far as comedies, was Friday from the 90s? The first one yeah, had to be. Yeah, that's in Friday. So I'll throw Friday on there, and then there's got to be one more. Um, a comedy. A comedy, comedy, comedy. Ace Ventura? Ace Ventura. Yeah, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. There it is. The first one. The first one. Those, yeah. those are the three. Ventura. Yes, Satan? So good. So good. Haversito. You mentioned kicks are for us. Oh, we just talked about them on the YouTube channel a lot. Does that mean you guys are paying resale for the sneakers you're reviewing, or are they just lending them to you guys for review on the channel? What's the relationship like with Kickstarter for us, if you're able to tell us a bit about that? So not not a normal topic we would talk about here on the podcast, but I'll touch on it real quick. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we do pay resale on sneakers. Sometimes we're able to get a hookup and get stuff for retail, but for the most part, the, the limited, sought-after stuff – now, we do have a relationship with them because we've bought a lot of sneakers from them. We obviously pro them, promo them on the YouTube channel, so you know they'll give me deals on stuff. But yeah, we, we definitely have to pay. There are times where we do videos and don't keep the sneaker, but a lot of times we will give it away on Patreon. Um, those, like, the, the sneakers that we give away on Patreon – Every we, month. We, we paid mean, for them. Yeah, those are sneakers that we pay for. I mean, here and there, there might be a sneaker there that we were gifted or something like that. But for the most part, you know, we pay resale. We're not even getting those sneakers for retail. We're paying resale for those sneakers that were then given away. Um, and uh, but sometimes we do take them for the video and and bring them back. Or And that's not just with Kickstarter for us. Sometimes a homie will toss us a sneaker or whatever the case is. Um but yeah, but I always say that in the video. So if you watch the YouTube videos, you'll know because sometimes I'll say, hey, uh, you know, they were generous enough to toss us this to take a look at. The, you know, that's obviously not a sneaker that I've bought. If I say, yo, good looking out, I, I picked this up from them, then it's a sneaker that I purchased from them. So um, it kind of just depends. But a lot of times in most cases, yeah, man, we buy a lot of sneakers and a lot of times we have to pay resale, but 
it's it's what we do for a living at this point with the YouTube channel. So it's we kind of have to get those sneakers, and and that's just something you know. If you talk to probably any genre of YouTube channel, you know, if you're doing makeup, you got to have the new makeup. Yeah. You got to have the new Rihanna stuff. You got to do what you got to do to get that stuff. And uh, even if you got to pay for it, a cost of freaking business. There it is. There it is. It, it's a it's an, a business expense, if you will. Craig Billiot Jr. Fellas, I know you've visited New Orleans before. I actually haven't visited New Orleans. I've always wanted to go. We're not that far away being here on the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, I, I got a pretty strong arm. I think I could throw a baseball, and I might be able to hit New Orleans. I'm going to say no. I could throw a pigskin over the mountains. Yeah. Word to Uncle Rico. So I've never visited New Orleans, Nolans, as I like to call it. Nolans. But I did fly into Nolans right. and so then drive somewhere else into Louisiana. You've been on Nolans soil. I have not. So, uh, But Craig says, I'm a Louisianimal myself. Shouts to you, sir. I wanted to know your thoughts on Cash Money Records and their catalog of artists and music. Did you hear much of it coming up in New York? We all we got. Buckets, give me a wolf howl. Ow! There you go. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, yes. Cash Money was was, it was, was worldwide, yeah, man. It was, it was huge. When, when I heard Cash Money stuff for the first time, Lil Wayne, when, like, when he was like 15 or 16, yeah. wobbly, wobbly, like when I heard that stuff, to this day, if, if some of those songs come on, it's just, you want to talk about nostalgia. Yeah. That was, I, I mean, and I think they really, they took the music world by storm. You know, and so, yeah, we actually, New York, especially at that time, was very New York-centric. Yeah. It was very much like, yo, East Coast, New York, that sound, that vibe, that's what the type of music. But, but at but, the same time. But the Hot Boys infiltrated. They, they, they definitely, there were, there were some people and some artists who were able to kind of break through and, and even get crazy love in New York. And Cash Money was one yeah. of them. Cash Money was definitely one of them. So, absolutely. Louisianimal. I like that. Yeah. That's a good one. David Salazar. What's up, dudes? Q in Howell from Buckets. Okay. You know, we don't need another one. Okay. Yeah, we, we've got it already. Rewind. Q it in. Who's got the freaking Gabagool from Foam Nardo? Okay. Q in Mr. Hobby. She's wicked hot. I love, <laughs> I love, man, shouts to the Wolfpack. Yeah. Man. Shouts to the Wolfpack. Mr. Hobby, <laughs> she's wicked hot. That, 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 that's an inside joke right yeah. there. If you've been listening for a while, you know, maybe you've heard me talk about Mr. Hobby. All right. No topic today. Just wanted to say I appreciate you both. Wolfpack, we all we got. David, we appreciate the shit out of you, man. Thanks so much. Thanks, really, brother. Really. Roman Woods, what's up, dudes? Thoughts on the locks versus dipset? Roman. Great minds think alike. We talked about it. Wolfpack, we all we got. I loved it. I thought it was super, super dope. And I want to see more. I want to see more. L- here, here, let's, just so we don't completely gloss over Roman's topic here. Well, oh, we covered it extensively. We, we did cover it extensively. But as a branch off of that. Okay. Which verses do you want to see next? I don't know. I want to see. I'll tell I would you. like to see Drake and Jay-Z. See, that's, t- yeah, okay, Drake and Hove, Kanye and Hove, Kanye and Drake. Kanye and Drake could be a good one because uh, there's a little beef there, yeah. you know? Whoever loses has to drop the album. Drop the album. And then the other person. Or has to wait till next year to drop the album, and then the winner gets to drop it now free in the clear. Okay. All right. Let's make it happen. Swiss Beats. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Thad Branch. What's good, fellas? 
What can, oh no, when can we expect your first celebrity guest appearance on the podcast? Just a thought. I would love to hear you chop it up with Cousteau. We all we got. Uh, we love Cousteau, man. Love him. Cousteau's probably one of our favorite people uh, in the space. And by that, I mean, he's definitely one of our favorite people in the space. He's helped us a lot, given us advice over the years. He's a dude who's accomplished a lot in his life. Like for people who just tune in and watch Cousteau's sneaker videos, you might not know everything about him but the dude has there's a lot of cool things that he's done in his life multi-talented individual and just stuff like you wouldn't know like he was a music teacher for tyler the creator yeah yeah. all right um tyler the creator might have album of the year by the way i'm just throwing that out there but incredible album we talked about it a couple episodes ago um cousteau he's worked on movies he's won awards he's interviewed people like he kobe bryant yeah kevin durant like he is a is a is a really really interesting guy and, and a good and a good guy a, a, a genuine dude a really hard worker yeah you and i know you know a lot of times people say oh you know a podcast a youtube channel there's a lot of work that goes into that stuff and i'm not saying that for a pat on the back at all but there is a lot of work that goes into this stuff especially when you're trying to do it quality wise you know, especially when you're trying to improve and make the audio better and the visual better and the content better and, and the substance better and all of that stuff. And, and you're learning as you go. And Cousteau has, man, he's got some different people that work with him now, I think, but he did a lot dolo. And I, I and remember we were on a Jordan event. We were at a Jordan event in with Chicago. Them. I remember. We were on the bus and they were kind of touring us around to different places in yep. Chicago. And he was editing on his laptop. Yep on the way to these different spots we were hitting. And I was like, I remember it well. I, and I mean, you know, I edit. Yeah. You know, the, you're but, the editor. You're the editor. So I, I know what that's like to try to, he's trying to get a video done in these like eight minute increments. I was very, very impressed with Mans his was, was working hard work ethic. Mans was working hard. So shouts to Cousteau. Yeah. We probably will do guests at some point, probably not with our current setup, but when we do get our uh, building, because where we are here at the workshop, we rent this space and uh, Buckets and I, we're looking to buy a building and we've been looking to buy a building for the last couple of years. COVID made it a lot harder. The real estate prices right now are through the roof, which has made it harder as well. But we are getting close to getting a place. And once we do that, we're going to do like a whole podcast area, like real, real, like dope nice table, couch, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to do it so we could have guests come in. And we even now off screen here, we have brand new microphones ready to set up for a bigger podcast area and layout. So that will come soon. And, and, and yeah, man, Cousteau is always welcome to jump on, man. That's the homie. Okay. Juan Contreras, sneaker question for both of you. Thoughts on potential return of the Adidas Kobe line. Would either of you rock them casually? I don't think I would do too much casually with the Kobe line, but talk about nostalgia, the Adidas Kobe stuff, you know, crazy eights. Well, they make the crazy eights still, right? They just don't, it's not a call to Kobe, but this is his signature sneaker. So it's the Kobe one and the oh, Kobe two. Yeah. And, and, and those were dope too. The, what was the one? The one looks like a damn minivan, well, but it's but like they, a spaceship. They both look like minivans. Yeah. But one more than the other. Yeah. yeah. Those are ugly sneakers. Not a lot of casual appeal, kind of a cool like retro i remember there was a yellow colorway yeah and I, for some reason they were so ugly but i just thought they were so dope and it was kobe 
you know, it's Kobe. But for me, the crazy eight, that's still, when I see the crazy eight, for me, it's Kobe. Yeah. You know, so I consider that a Kobe sneaker. No, no, for sure. But I'm just saying that they've continued over the years to have retro dose several times. Oh, no, for sure, for sure. Because that wasn't like a Kobe signature sneaker. That As was just- opposed to bringing back the one of the two. Yeah. I get it, yeah. Nah, for sure. I don't think I would do too much casually, but, you know, hey, listen, I- I'm here for it. I think that whoever's doing Kobe stuff, I think they should get with Vanessa, and I think they should get a contract up, and I think they should do something because, obviously, she had the fallout with Nike and, and whatever's going on over there. We don't know the ins and outs of it, but I would like to see something dope come from that. What else do we got? Buckets is yawning. All right, Buckets is kind of tired. Kind of tired. David Panduro, style icons, Foamy Santis and Yeezy Buckets. What's your guy's favorite thrift store find, clothing or miscellaneous? My favorite thrift store find was one that I stole from you, which was that burgundy. It was like kind of a burgundy. It was like a stone wash. Yeah, it was a burgundy stone wash joint, but I found out that they mass produced it. It wasn't a, I thought, you know, I thought I found a gem. And and then I saw someone walking down the street with it on, and I was like, yo, this dude broke into the crib and stole my favorite thrift shirt. You know what's so weird is before you took that shirt from me, I saw someone wearing it, and I hadn't seen it in like six months because, you know, things get misplaced. And I was like, this motherfucker. And it's a guy that I had never seen before. A lot of F-bombs from you today on the pod. No, no, no. More from you. Yeah, maybe more from me, but that, that, you know, throwing the mother in front of it, a little aggressive. Boardwalk Empire, when Chalky White says, you know, she says motherfucker, and uh, Nucky goes, what's motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Uh, Throwback. Atlantic City. Shouts to Atlantic City. What what, what, what were we talking about? Thrift finds. Thrift finds. So is that- That's mine. um, The Burgundy Boy. I found some really good stuff. Uh, there's a shirt that I really like that you also stole from me that has like a lighthouse on it, but it's on like a black tall tee. That was yours? Yeah, 100%. Oh, I love that one. I love that one. Yeah, we, we got a lot of thrift stuff. We, you know, we were going to have a YouTube thrift series. This is years ago. Yeah. That, and we never went through with it. But we, we did record a video, but we didn't think it was good enough. Yeah. yeah. After you chopped it up, you know, we didn't think, and you know, that goes back to, it's not, always as simple as just hit and record and uploading whatever you come up with. We didn't think it was up to par quality wise. The lighting wasn't real good in the thrift shop. And so we were like, ah, we're not going to use it, but goodwill uh, hunting, goodwill hunting. We were going to call it goodwill hunting. Yeah. I think that would have been dope. What else we got here? Jalen Arp. Sup guys. Do you believe in ghosts, aliens, and or things that cannot be explained? Do you guys have any stories of anything happening to you or someone, you know, Wolfpack Howell? Yeah, I, I believe in them. Absolutely. This universe is too big not to have aliens and ghosts, spirits, life energy. I mean, whatever you want to call it. You know, I believe that we are more than skin and bones and muscles and organs. You know, I believe that people are spirits. And so, yeah, then they would have to exist. I, you know, I don't think ghosts a lot of time is like a scary thing. Like a spooky. Yeah, for sure. But even after... Our grandfather passed away, which at this point was a lot of years ago, but I would have conversations with him after the fact. And, you know, that's more of a spiritual thing. So, I, you know, I, I definitely believe in in ghosts or whatever name you want to assign to them. Yeah. As far as like weird things, like, nah, like I've never had, you know, I've never had, uh, you know, a UFO come for me yeah. or anybody that I know. Nothing extraterrestrial. I watched E.T. Does that count? No, it doesn't count. Uh I also agree, but no, I haven't had any like paranormal experiences myself. Yeah, me neither. Paranormal phone posits. Hey, 
the beginning. Dig those. We sold them, but hey, very nice. Very yeah. nice. Nathan Stein. What's up, dudes? Thank you for the fire Lebowski tie-dye. Super high quality, cozy boy certified. What is your top five all-time dunks in the dunk contest? Oh, I like this one. Shouts to the pack we all we got. Oh, I like this one. Best dunks in a dunk contest. So the 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 best one has to be one of two dunks. Uh, probably Vince Carter's between the legs. I was going to say Vince Carter's 360 windmill. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I was going to say that one or MJ from the foul line. See, MJ from the foul line is one that uh, is kind of iconic at this point, but he has some really good ones. He has one where he's almost Kiss kissing, the rim. kissing the rim. Well, that's what that one's called, Kiss the Rim. Okay. Yeah. That one is probably my favorite. That one's definitely saucy as hell. You know, it's just we've seen so many posters as little kids of Jordan extended in the air with his knees up. Yeah. And the thing is, like, when Dr. J dunks on the foul line, right, he was more extended. Yeah. Like, he was, you know, Statue of Liberty. He was extended. Jordan is floating, and he's, like, curled up. He's got the ball by his head. When you watch it in fast motion, though, he just assumes that position for, like— Even when he dunks it, he's not extended. He's definitely not extended. I guess he's done that dunk. He did that dunk in the dunk contest the year before, and I guess it was not as saucy. All right. Because I've seen that, and he's, like, he's like running fast, and he dunk like it happens in, like, half a second. I've seen that one, too. Yeah, it's obviously it happens quick, but— he was it, it, it was it was a drippy ass way to go from the foul line. So I, I would say that's up there. I'm gonna put Brent Barry from the foul line. You can't put Brent Barry. I, I listen. I love Brent Barry. I'm putting Brent Barry. You know, it was a white dude dunking from the foul line. Shouts to Brent. He, and he did it in the warm up top. Yeah. But Brent Barry, you want to talk about fully extended? You know. Now he did pick the knees up a yeah, little he, bit. He, he, he got did the knees pick up. the knees up. All right. So he got a little elevation. But I'm gonna say I think Dominique's windmill. Is like a pretty iconic one. Dominique's windmill. Yeah, that was a good one. He, I remember he had one where he throws it off the backboard and just hammers it. Yeah. That was really good. Now, me personally, I think two dunks from a recent dunk contest have to be in consideration. And that's Aaron Gordon. Under the legs? Under the legs. That was insane. That was nuts. I had never seen that dunk before. That's got to be in the mix. Zach Levine. So Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, that battle that they had where they were, and it wasn't like they were missing dunks. That's what made it so special. It wasn't this thing where you're trying two and three and four and five and six times. These dudes were going high level, 10 elite dunk. Yeah. One for one for one. It it was special. That was, it's one of the best dunk contests of all time. Zach Levine, let the record show. You can corroborate this. I've been a Zach Levine fan since he was coming out of college. Yeah. And now he's kind of, turning into a bit of a star in the NBA, but gold medalist. Absolutely. But his through the legs from the foul line, like a step in front of the foul line. Insane. Yeah, absolutely. Insane. Spud Webb has to get some consideration just because he was such a small guy. And, you know, he had the one where he threw it up and he dunks it backwards. Yeah. I thought that was really dope. D Brown cover the, cover the eyes. A dab that, that wow. D Brown invented the dab. Yeah. That has to be in the mix. So I, I, I can't narrow it down at this, at this juncture, but those are some of my favorites. Yeah. Th- those are definitely some of my favorites. All right. We have a couple more here. Harold Miner also had some really cool dunks. Man, Harold Miner, baby Jordan. Harold yeah. Miner had some crazy stuff. He used to have that one, the double pump. 
where he would dunk it backwards yeah. and bring it down low. That was super saucy. That was really, really saucy. What, where, where are we at on the timer here? We're over an hour. Over an hour. Hour 15. Hour probably. 15. Okay. Uh, Glenn Abalos, Mount Rushmore for wrestlers and divas. So so two different Mount Rushmore's? Yeah. I, I, we've done a wrestling Mount Rushmore before. For us, it's um, Stone Cold, The Rock. Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker. And I can't remember who I put for the fourth. I think you might have put Razor Ramon, Ric Flair maybe. Yeah. They'd both be in consideration. As far as women wrestlers, you know, it was def- I feel like it was less prevalent back in the day. And now I don't really watch wrestling. So I- I'm sure I've missed out on some stuff. Uh, Sasha Banks is a newer wrestler. That's dope. She's dope. But I think China is probably the GOAT uh, well, she was like, Yeah, she was like a fucking... She was awesome. Yeah. She was like, you know, she would punch Triple in the H. Nuts. Do you remember she would punch in the nuts? She was she was a badass, dude. Yeah. She was a, definitely a badass. R.I.P. She was dope. But yeah, I, I don't feel like I'm well-versed enough to put together a Rushmore, though. But yeah, I, I, my top three is Stone Cold, The Rock, and Taker. Yeah. Those are my top three. After that, it gets a little fuzzy. Well, you like Razor Ramon a lot. I like Razor Ramon. I love Ric Flair. There's a few other Bam, guys. Bam Bigelow. I love Bam Bam. There's a few. But, but they're not on that. They're not the top three for me. Those are the top three. Uh, General Banks says that he was swimming, and he, he ran into a turd in the Gulf of Mexico. He said it was you. Not true. <laughs> General, not true. It, moral of the story is you got to stop crapping in the ocean. I did it one time, but I went on a river. I was going to tell the story earlier. You cut me off. I went whitewater rafting. Kevin Bacon, take it away. Yeah. And I, about halfway through, thought, maybe I got to take a shit. And I, we were all in the water, and I thought, why? Well, a little I, vulgar, but okay. I had to go to the bathroom, okay? I had to have a bowel movement. Continue. Okay. Continue. Move it along. My point is that I was going to take a poop in the water, and I thought, I'll never, ever, I'll have to tell about it. I have to talk about it, because that's just the way I am, and I'll never live it down. You're, so I can't do it. <laughs> you're polluting great Mother Nature, and we don't appreciate it. I'll tell you, I went while auto rafting, got thrown out of the boat three times. That's my, aggressive. My body the next day? Sore. So sore. Felt like I got beat up badly. Full body workout. Yeah. All right. MMA I mean, the, training. Yeah, there was rocks there. I mean, it, it was a, it was a, da- wild, a dangerous wild, endeavor. Wild times. You're taking little mini vacations, but at the same time, still social distancing, being safe. Yeah, for respect, sure. Respect. What is next? Simon Holden. No question this week, just thoughts and prayers to the family and friends of the Shoe Palace employee who lost his life senselessly. Uh, awful, tragic loss of life and RIP thoughts and prayers from the Wolfpack. Yes, I'm in for sure. That was, I saw that as well. Um, sneaker store employee who was shot and killed in LA. Really, 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 really sad. And it's tough, man. And it's, you know, that's, this is something that's been happening since we were kids yeah you know it's like whenever there's something monetary hype you know something that people want something that's being recent like it's just it's really really terrible that stuff like this happens and it'd be great if we could find a way to avoid these types of things and you know maybe it will have to go to online raffle or this or that but 
it's it's definitely a a real real tragedy and thoughts and prayers uh, with his friends, his family, his loved ones, and and it, it really really is a sad thing. Okay, Hamza, it's always tough to go from something you know yeah, sad yeah. and serious yeah. to you know talking about something that we're joking around about. Yeah. But Hamza, are first of all, you're are you into anime? Anime times uncivilized. A collaboration would be very cool. Wonder how that would play out. You know, I've never been, I've always been intrigued by anime, but I've never really gotten into it fully. Um, you know, I I have a couple homies who are really into anime and they've put me on a little bit. We need some recommendations. I would like for a novice anime person, someone who hasn't really ever delved in, what show should I watch to get me more into anime? Because I am intrigued by it. I think it's dope. I love the I love the feng shui. I love the style. I don't like it. I'm you know I'm big on I'm I'm, I'm some of the hairdos. G- good you know? hair, but I'm not great. I'm, I mean, come on, kid, great hair. I'm not into anime. I've tried to watch it a couple times. Maybe I didn't watch the right ones. See, I've never tried to watch it, but I've always been intrigued by the little clips I've seen on social and stuff like that. But you, you're not into it. I'm not into it myself. Okay, I need some anime show recommendations so I can get into it. I'm intrigued. I know I'm a little late to the party, but hey, better better late than never. Uh, Ian Iguan? I don't know. E-O-G-H-A-N. Uh, Owen is how that's pronounced. Owen, shit. An Irishman. Yes. A fellow Irishman, and I don't even know how to pronounce the name. I, I knew it was going to be a normal name that I just did, was butchering and didn't know how to say. Uh, how we doing, fellas? Start one, bench one, cut one. Music edition. Cam, Jay-Z, and Biggie. Damn, that's tough, bro. Come on, man. I'm going to say... I can do it. If we got to do it, I'm going to, man. I'm going to start Jay-Z. I'm going to bench Biggie. I'm going to cut Cam. Okay, I'm going to cut Cam. I'm going to, bench means what? They come off the bench or they just they just stay on the bench? I don't know. You know, I, at this point, obviously, rest in peace, Biggie Smalls. He didn't, doesn't have the catalog that Hove does because yeah. he, you know, obviously was, you know, murdered, when, you know, and sometimes... I didn't realize how young he was. He was like 24, 24 years yeah, 24. old. That's crazy. He did look a little bit older, but you know, so I think sometimes I assume he was like 30, but yeah. now nah, he was 24 years old. So yeah, I think just off the discography, you probably got to give the the edge to Jay-Z uh, in that one. But, but, but that, that's a really, really tough one to pick. Uh, Zane, who is having a better off season in regards to improving their squad, the Bulls or the Knicks? Zane, we've known him for a while. He is a Bulls fan. I'm a Knicks fan. You're a player fan. Yes. So I'm going to say the Bulls are having a better offseason. For I mean, sure. Bulls are having a great offseason. It's incredible. They've gone from, I mean, they basically should be a playoff team now. Yeah. I, mean, I think they'll make the playoffs. I think, yeah, but that's not saying that much in the East, in my opinion. The East has gotten pretty damn good. What, what is, or I should say. The top of the East is really good. That's yeah. what I'll say. Same with the West. I mean, the, for example, the Knicks were a four seed. The Knicks were not very good. They overachieved. They they played really, really hard night in and night out. And a lot of times, like, they would have been a pretty good seed in the West as well, I think. Because they... they like, similar to the Jazz, like, just playing hard all the time? They played really hard. You know, I, I know it didn't work out in the playoffs. But to to stay on the specific topic, I'll say the Bulls because... I don't think the Knicks have gotten that much better. Essentially, we re-signed everybody, which, okay, cool. I love Randall. I love D. Rose. We re-signed everybody. 
Um, you expect guys like Emmanuel quickly to improve. Yep. He was absolutely doing his thing in the summer league. I, I, I like the draft, the draft picks that we got. I wanted them to pick Bones Highland, and we went a different direction. I love the kid that they got out of West Virginia, uh, McBride, Deuce McBride. He is a bucket. He plays defense. I, I love his game a lot. I, I've liked him for the past two seasons in college, and I'm just a big fan of him. So I, I think we'll be a little bit better, you know, possibly talent-wise, but it's going to be tough to be a four-seed again. Yeah. Whereas the Bulls are definitely going to have a better record than they had last season. So I, I, Zane, you got it on this one, bro. I will give the nod to the Bulls. Clayton Martin, what's up, dudes? Have you ever sharted? Clayton, I don't appreciate this topic, my man. All right, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a poop humor butt humor guy. That falls more into your line of expertise. Yes. Um, also, that's not something that you want to admit. Lot you don't want to put that on wax. Yeah. He, he, here's what I'll tell you. I'll tell you I have. And he, no details, though. <laughs> and he says, he then goes in to, to explain what a shart is. Okay, well, right? thank you. Dukeying yourself. And uh, if so, what did you do? The only thing that we're going to throw out there, the only thing we're going to put on wax is that buckets, you, you shit your pants when we were kids. Yeah, I, you know. You shit your pants when we were kids. We were at a swimming pool, a local swimming pool. You shit your pants. We went into like a, like an abandoned laundry room or something. okay. I'm going to give the details. Now, I, don't, I, I don't want I'm the whole give details. Short Someone amount might of de- be listening to this podcast eating lunch. Okay, I'm just going to give some short amount of details. I was at the pool. I had to go to the bathroom. Kind of snuck up on me. I got the keys from the Kinda lifeguard. Kind of snuck up on you. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, I got the keys from the lifeguard. The bathroom was across the parking lot, which was a million degrees on my feet. And there was also like 35 keys on the ring. So I'm trying to- I'm, I'm, You're trying to get it in there. Into I'm this. panicking. You're I got panicking. a shit. Okay. While you're going through this this janitor set of keys yeah. with with a plethora of different options, you crap your pants. No, no, no. I made it. I got in. I'm running to the bathroom and then I shit my pants. Okay. How many keys? And then while you had underwear full of poop, <laughs> you then the property manager the, for, the, the estate the, team, the, it was like six guys, <laughs> came in there to fix a broken toilet that was next to the toilet that the, I was trying to get to. The apartment manager caught you red-handed. Yeah. Story ends, boom, that's it. Yeah. If you're on your lunch break, I apologize. Yeah. Buckets, that's a story. That's, Buckets is a wild dude. You can tell by looking at your mullet and your mustache that like you've had some I, different I've seen debacles. some shit. I've you've, seen some shit. You've seen some shit, pun intended. Yeah. Uh, okay, last one here. Nathan Howard, what's up, guys? The last time I visited the U.S., it was on a skiing trip to New Hampshire, and it was a beautiful place. Wondered if you guys have ever been into skiing. I've never been a skier, being a New York City guy, uh, you know, and we weren't growing up. We weren't, like, you know, going to the Poconos and whatnot. Yeah, no but, skiing for me. No skiing, but New Hampshire is a beautiful place. Where did Eddie win? I was just going to say, shouts to Eddie Wynn. Shouts to Edwin Winward. Yes. Okay. That's his full name, for those of you who didn't know. <laughs> a very esteemed colleague. Uh, similar thoughts on Eddie. You know, I, I, this wasn't intended to turn into the shout-out episode, but shouts to him. Very similar as far as, like, the the respect and admiration that we have for Cousteau. Yeah. A lot of that same thing. You know, Eddie does everything that he does himself. Yeah. You know, my guy films entire visual lookbooks. And this is high quality stuff. Models it, shoots it, edits it. I mean, he's a renaissance man. Yeah. 
Edward Winward. Edward, no, Edwin. Did I say Edwin the first time? Yeah. Okay. Edwin. I take it back. Edwin Winward. Winward. What is his middle name? Edwin. Edwin Wentworth Winward. Okay. There it is. J.G. Wentworth. Yeah. He's very esteemed. Get cash now. Yeah. It's my money and I want it now. The best commercial of all time. <laughs> it's got to be it's got to be the best commercial of all time. Phenomenal. Ladies hanging out of her window. Just some of the worst acting. That's the acting that's in power. Is that lady saying it's her money and she wants it now. No power love from you. No. Nah. And I'm also there's a million shows like that. How to get away with murder, scandal. There's a bunch of shows like that where every 5 minutes there's like a twist where you're like Oh my God, how did this happen? Listen, man, you got to come down off your high horse. I'm telling you, sometimes just enjoy something. It's bad TV. You know, you know, succumb to the urges and senses of being a a human being. Okay. No. All right. You know, we're we're not all these, you know, highly touted, uh, you know, braggadocio cinephiles. (laughs) (laughs) You know, word to Michael Bolton. Word to, word to Mikey Bolton. Yeah. All right. I like to call him Mikey. Mikey B is what I call him. I'd like you to play the Michael Bolton song. W- which Bolton? Uh, you put in... Which Bolton track do you want to hear? Put in Lonely Island. Okay, here we go. Bolton, what do you got for us, kid? No, no, it's called Lonely Island that is the name of the band, and they have a song called Michael Bolton. Oh, you're talking about that one? Yeah. I don't want to play that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, that's what I'm talking about, because he's a cinephile. Th- this is... This is a very. You're saying this is lowbrow. This is lowbrow. Oh. Come on, you go from being like, oh, I can't watch that. It's not good enough. Like this is disrespectful to music. No, it's not. It's hilarious. Unbelievable. Do you see the Michael um, Walton song? Like, come on. So I, I I put in Lonely Island. Yeah. You know what comes up? I, I don't even want to repeat some of these titles. I, I mean, like, like look at this stuff. I mean, do you see that? Yeah. It's, it's I think T Pain's on that song. It's not good. No, T Pain's is is I'm on a boat. Okay. Uh Jack Sparrow featuring Michael Bolton. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That, 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 that's a good one. No, that's what I want you to listen no, to. No, 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 I know. I'm just saying that that, that that's a uh, you know, for these spoof type songs. Well, like what would you even call this genre? Parody. But the other one, like look at this. Dick in a box. Like, come oh, on. Man. Dick in a box is one of the funniest songs of all time. It is funny. I agree. It is funny. <laughs> Very funny, hilarious music video. It's pretty funny music video. <laughs> I won't lie. Okay. okay. Fine. Yeah, but see, but I, I'm I'm into the low brow stuff. That's what I'm telling you. I'm not like so pompous. Like, I mean, you I, think you're some kind of aristocrat? I, no, I don't think I'm an aristocrat. I just think that Power is a bad show, and I think it's poorly acted. Pathetic. Guys, Michael Bolton is here. Oh, great! Send him in. Here we go. <laughs> hey guys. Hey. I mean, you're, you, Sorry, I'm late. Ha, wait, how much of this can I can we play, or are we going to get flagged? No, I think we're all right. It's all right. the end of the episode. Caught up watching the Pirates of the Caribbean marathon. I mean, they can't flag us for this. Things? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those totally. are those are great. Well, I checked out the track and I loved it, and I wrote you this big sexy hook. A big sexy really hook. Did. Oh wow, that's great, awesome. Mikey B. Boys, let's get to it. To it. To it. This is like a weekend vibe right now. Yeah. I've heard enough. Wow, I want to hear the song. I mean, the intro is the best part of it. No, no, no. Big sexy hook (laughs) is is what it's about. All right, that's fine. So you're playing us out with the intro. I'm playing you out with the intro. Okay. And and intro for the outro. Okay. I'm outside. That's what I wanted to talk about. Jadakiss yelling, I'm outside. 
Jada. Baby roll with Jay to the I'm waiting for Bolton. I don't care about the Lonely Island guys. Let, let, me, let, me, let me fast forward to the hook here. All right. Top Gunner, Heater on Blast. Um, wait, hang on. I, I definitely don't want that. Definitely don't want that. That was some vulgar. Where, where do we? Oh, here yeah. we go. Here we go. What pipes? Great pipes on this song. Yeah. He's the popper of the surf, the jester of Tortuga. Tortuga, baby. In Davy Jones' locker, what lies in store? Yeah, we've seen the movie. Yeah. Classic. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at that outro. There we go. We did it. Episode 129. So the next one is 130. A buck 30. Not mad at it. Uh, we will have that episode to you soon. Shortly. Maybe a Patreon exclusive. Bow, 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 bow. Had to do it. All right, damn, here we are, and here we go.